How do we feel about recording in Somerville again, where every single car is mm. an oversized pickup truck I that don't creates all of the noise in the world? I don't feel great. Honestly, about that. like all of the carbon emissions that are causing global warming probably are coming from South just Carolina. This, yeah, just Somerville, South Carolina. I was going to say just this zip code. Yes, specifically. Work due to the volume of trucks. Due to the volume of white men. Dude. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season two woo, of The Ride Home. I forgot what our podcast <laughs> It's season two. I was like, holy shit, what is this? Season we're two here. of... Uh, we're here. We're back. <laughs> My name is Abby. Hey, guys. It is Caitlin. <laughs> if you are unfamiliar with us and you're just joining us this season, um, we are... Also, a, just joining you yeah, for this season. <laughs> we, we just came up with the idea for the podcast. We just showed up. Yeah, we <laughs> we're here. Um, we are from Charleston, South Carolina. We mm-hmm. are married. I am a video editor by trade. Caitlin is a middle school guidance counselor. Yes. You can guess whose job is harder. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: It's not mine. It's not you. <laughs> and we go to the movies every week, and we do a review live from our. Our car on the way home this is the that's ride it. home that's, that's the ride it. home so to kick off this season we saw a movie that i think we were both truly excited for simply for the cast yeah i think the cast sold us almost immediately mm-hmm. i was interested probably in the content more than you were you definitely were but the cast immediately got us into mm-hmm. the into the movie and that is air parentheses courting a legend but we think they may have dropped that we think they did (laughs) probably for the best and we hope they did yeah honestly so air is the story of the creation of the air jordan shoe yeah so do you want to read the google synopsis for everyone yeah and this is i mean it's just real short and sweet and very much to the point okay sunny vaquero and nike pursue basketball rookie michael jordan creating a partnership that revolutionizes the world of sports and contemporary culture. Just a disclaimer, we typically do 50-50 episodes where it's 50% is non-spoiler, just our like kind of base mm-hmm. review. And then the other 50%, we dive in a little bit deeper and we do have spoilers. I think with this movie, everybody knows Air Jordan exists. And it is a Nike shoe. And it is a Nike shoe. <laughs> that is not a spoiler. <laughs> so... I don't really think that there are spoilers for this movie. There is nothing that's a surprise or a Mm-mm. shock. So there will be quote unquote spoilers. We will sure. be talking freely and openly about the movie. As I mentioned before, the cast is definitely what drew us in. Yes. And one Star of the mem- studded. Yeah. <laughs> one of the members of the cast is also the director who everybody knows, Ben Affleck. Yes. Mr. J Lo. Mr. J Lo. <laughs> Mr. J Lo. made himself. his comeback because he just got back with J Lo yeah. and now he's relevant again. I know, right? Now everyone's like, oh, Ben Affleck, we forgot <laughs> about you. <laughs> and he was reunited with obviously his like childhood best friend and longtime colleague and co creator, Matt Damon, who yes. plays. Sonny Vaccaro, the lead. And the movie also stars Viola Davis as Michael Jordan's mom, Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker, Chris Messina. It was just like yeah. boom, 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 boom. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Yeah. yeah. So the cast was obviously packed with talent, but did it live up to the cast? That is my question for you because we 
as always, start mm-hmm. with you. We do. What are your thoughts and feelings fresh out of the theater? I have to just be honest and I'm not going to even play this a little bit safe. <laughs> I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. This movie slapped. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, I haven't walked out of the theater with this feeling mm-hmm. in a while. You feel like rejuvenated? I feel just so excited that I got to watch this movie tonight. Yeah. Like, I feel God in this Chili's tonight. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I feel like Pam on The Office mm-hmm. at the Dundies when she just feels so fucking fired up. That she felt God in that Chili's. <laughs> I felt God in, in this, this regal. I felt God in this regal. <laughs> I felt God in this regal that we frequent at least once a week, sometimes more. Sometimes more. This is a, just a special movie. Yeah. Going into the start of this year, obviously we had some Oscar movies to catch up on. Like we had mm-hmm. a couple of things that, that we still needed to see. And so it felt like we had like really good content like right at the beginning of the yes. year. Yes. And then I remember looking at the schedule for March of Mm -hmm. like March releases. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, you know, I was debating whether or not we would take a break between seasons. And once I saw the March (laughs) schedule, I was like, we are taking a break. We will be taking a break. There's nothing I want to talk about. No. (laughs) That's coming out. And when I was looking to see what I wanted to start the season with, obviously I was excited about this movie. And I had really big hopes for it because Mm -hmm. it was getting good buzz and I... I enjoy everybody in this cast. I think at first when the movie started, it wasn't what I was expecting. Okay. I thought that there was going to be kind of that edgy, fast-paced editing that they sometimes do in that type of era movie. Almost Uh kind of like Elvis, where it's like they're trying to put you in the era, but like they kind of like aggressively force you Uh in the era. And the movie started really slow. And I was like, wait, am I not? Am I going to hate this? I'm so happy to announce that within like 20 (laughs) minutes, I loved it and continue to love it. And I, this is by far the best movie so far we've seen this year that like came out this year. Yes. Truly one of the funniest movies I've seen Yes, for quite some time. I mean, I would think that like the funniest movie I've seen like previous to this would be the Nicolas Cage movie that we both loved. What's it called? unbearable uh, weight of massive yeah, talent i yeah. always forget the name it's such a it's such an odd name of a movie yeah like, i think everybody just knows it as the nicholas cage movie <laughs> but i don't think i was expecting this to be as funny as it no. was and it wasn't funny in like a comedy way like unbearable weight of massive uh-huh. talent it was funny in a very realistic and natural way so you almost felt like you were in a room with your friends cracking jokes that real people crack yes and i loved that about this because i felt like we got to know the characters Mm -hmm. so well even though we saw none of their home lives at all no but i feel like we got to know them so well just because of like the way that they interacted Mm -hmm. with each other and their individual senses of humor and really the only character that was like larger than life was the CEO of Nike who was played by Ben Affleck mm-hmm. where kind of he came across as more of like a comedic character sure but to be honest with you based on the pictures and the credits he seemed like he may it have been seems, that person. yeah it <laughs> seems true to form I mean yeah. it seems like that's 
kind of his style. Yeah. The writing was impeccable. The writing was amazing. And I think you're going to agree with me. Okay. I think the heart of this movie wasn't Matt Damon. It was fucking Jason Bateman. I felt like that too. Did you? Yes. And we all, well, we don't all know. You know. I know. That I love Jason Bateman. Yeah. And I know that's controversial because Mm -hmm. as a person, apparently he sucks. He's just, I don't know if he he's sucks. Like an, I, I think he's asshole. just mean to fans. Sometimes I like when people are mean to me, so it's fine. <laughs> he can be mean to me, but he's a wonderful actor. Yeah. He really is a wonderful actor. I thought his performance was the performance of the movie as well. And Viola I, Davis was in the movie. So like that's saying something right. if like Jason Bateman is acting. I want to say, I feel like I'm kind of at a tie between Bateman and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was great Ben too. Affleck fucking killed it. He was so funny. He was really <laughs> funny. And like Jason Bateman was funny too. But like I, I agree with you. Like he, he was a little bit more heart yeah. to it. Matt Damon was great. He was great, but I feel like you knew what you were getting from the very first scene with Matt mm-hmm. Damon, and he really didn't change much. He didn't have much of an arc, and I feel like even though he was not only the main character, but literally in every scene. Yeah. There, was the there Matt was, Damon show. It was the Matt Damon show, and he did a really good job carrying the movie on his back, but I think if we didn't have the heart and soul of Jason Bateman and Viola Davis mm-hmm. and like the heavy comedy of Ben Affleck mm-hmm. it could have been a really bad movie it really could have because Matt Damon was one note the whole time mm-hmm. he just rode the same it was like he was driving a highway on cruise control yes and I do feel a little bit like that was intentional mm-hmm. because like you were saying you know how they showed the pictures of the real CEO yeah. of Nike at the end and how you're saying like it kind of felt like Ben Affleck was like matching him yeah I feel like maybe that's who this Sonny Vaccaro guy kind of is mm-hmm. like he's just kind of a one note dude yeah who kind of bops around wears his pleated khakis and just khakis eats his tv dinners like right y- he seems kind of like a routine sort of a dude mm-hmm. you know what i mean based on how they depicted him in the movie right so i'm like maybe he's just like a plain dude that just loves basketball yeah like he's a real smart dude who loves basketball i feel like everybody knows a guy who just knows a sport mm-hmm. so intensely it almost becomes their personality for yep. a, a little while yep and he seems like he was just that guy, that but guy. like for basketball. He's just the basketball guy. He's just the basketball guy. And I know that there were some scenes where they were trying to get us to like feel like inspired by Matt Damon, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not going to lie. Like I never really felt inspired by him. Mm. I felt more inspired by everybody else around him who had so much more to risk mm-hmm. in this decision. Because they basically are offering Michael Jordan a contract where they would normally separate three people, Mm -hmm. three draft picks. They would offer a contract to three of them and they decide to try and throw it all all on Michael. And I felt like they did a really good job at showing us what Jason Bateman would lose. Mm -hmm. They showed us what Phil, who is the CEO of Nike, what Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck would lose. They showed us how like the creator of the shoe has been trying to design something like this for years mm-hmm. and nobody's really given him the opportunity. And he's just this like dude in a cave creating right. shoes that he doesn't really feel passionate about. Basically, the entire basketball line at mm-hmm. Nike was on the line with this deal. Right. Like 
there was a scene where Matt Damon kind of walks out and he's just kind of looking at everyone <laughs> that he works with. Uh-huh. And you can feel in that moment like, holy shit, all of these people and me might, might not might, be yeah. here anymore if this doesn't work out. Right. And like everyone's ass was on the line. Mm-hmm. And like we all, I felt like that whole emotion was so strong that like we felt that for them like we were like shit dude like damon you gotta figure this (laughs) shit out man but it's interesting though because they even said like in the movie that he could find a job elsewhere like he has this savant level knowledge of basketball Mm -hmm. where he has the freedom almost to make this kind of risk Mm -hmm. and i think having jason bateman's character where there's a scene where he like truly describes like hey man like if i lose this like Mm -hmm. i lose a lot more than what you lose i think a lot of movies that show kind of these like historical entrepreneurial endeavors Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. almost like the social network where sure the lead is typically this really arrogant Mm -hmm. really driven at all costs doesn't matter what happens to the people around Uh them even though matt damon's character was very one note i i did feel like he in that moment accepted like the gravity of his mm-hmm. action and certainly he pushes forward with it and decides he like does. this is worth the risk but again i really don't think it would have been as good of a movie if that supporting cast wasn't there literally just like holding the entire movie up no i totally agree and i think another reason why it worked like the cast specifically and mm-hmm. the whole dynamic is because matt damon's character jason bateman's character and ben affleck's character they kind of made little references to like the old nike days Mm -hmm. like da 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 and so you kind of got this feel and it really felt like this from the beginning that like the three of them were like brothers Mm -hmm. they've been through some shit they've had some really high highs you can tell they've had some really low lows and they're not like nike's i think it said right at the beginning nike's market shares like were like 18 percent compared Mm -hmm. to converse was like 50 something adidas was like 30 (laughs) something so like nike wasn't in a good place which is so weird coming from like today right and like thinking back at a company not being as pervasive as it is now like thinking thinking about that time having it be so different and that's so weird because now all you fucking see is nike Uh uh-huh and so it was just like you could tell though with that being said like nike was irrelevant they all kind of felt irrelevant Mm -hmm. and they were kind of in that together it was like a trauma bond (laughs) like (laughs) and i think that's what worked so well with this particular cast because yes matt damon was one note even though he was the lead it just like they played off of each other really well well. and like you said the writing was incredible i'm really impressed by this entire ensemble you know we were very starstruck when we saw the trailer for the first time Uh like i was like oh my god and then like every time a new actor was revealed like, in the oh trailer was like oh my god him too and yeah. now her it was just like crazy <laughs> absolutely this yeah. cast lived up to the hype a hundred percent what also lived up to the hype for me because i for some reason i don't know why because i was born in 1990 i never experienced the 80s <laughs> i for some reason my entire life have loved everything 80s i like Mm -hmm. 80s film i like 80s music Mm -hmm. i like 80s attire like i like how they dress back then i like everything about the 80s i heart the 80s i heart like on each one i used to watch that all the time 
And for some reason, I just like always had this affinity for the 80s. One thing that this movie did really well was that it wasn't just showing us this particular story. It Mm -hmm. really showed us like the entire era. I mean, it opened Mm -hmm. with just a sequence of basically what was going on in Uh 1984. Yeah. And it's funny because like so much of it was so iconic, like while they were Mm -hmm. showing the clips. And I thought to myself... If they showed like a series of clips from 1993, would that be the same, you know, like, right? Yeah, I feel like every year, probably there's stuff that we remember and recognize. I just I I never remembered like the exact date of things except for like 9-11. Like I know that was in 2001, (laughs) but that's about it. But the way that they captured the 80s and again this is not from experience this is just from like witnessing the culture through media Mm -hmm. it was so unapologetically 80s yeah the soundtrack was amazing like we were literally like jamming i was like trying not to (laughs) sing too loud because i knew all of the songs Uh and i was like Yes. You started like humming at one point and I like wanted to be like, hey, like there are people in this. Movie. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to hum. It was Peter Gabriel. Okay. Yeah. What was really interesting to me was when they presented Michael with the shoe prototype. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd wear that today. Right. Like it was crazy that something that was designed 30 years, 40, 40 years, years ago. ago. Ew. Yeah. 40 years ago. It'll be 40 years next year. Wow. I need to retire. (laughs) We're going to send us to the home. Uh, Put me on Medicare because (laughs) it's time. It is time. Where is my social security check? We're going to start ordering things off the TV. We're going to go to the early bird specials. Four payments of $20.99. Wow. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm... I'm I'm 30. We're 30. So that's only 10 years older than us. Oh my God. Ancient history is what we will be called from here (laughs) on out. Carve us into stone. (laughs) Jeez. Anyway, it was such a long time ago, but man, like the shoe design still holds (laughs) up. 100%. So no wonder he said yes to the dress because, (laughs) God damn, that's a great shoe. Wait, why? Okay, just a quick sidebar. Yeah. Because you saying say yes to the dress yeah. is exactly what the fuck those meetings are. Yeah. Like they're literally like, okay, so here we have for you uh-huh. this little thing. And like, what do you think? And like, he just has to go to all these uh-huh. little boutiques and look at his little shoes. And then he makes his Try little choice. Out. Yeah. And he like thinks about it and his mom helps him. And it's literally <laughs> <laughs> a wedding dress. It's Michael Jordan's episode of Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> All this movie was missing was like a really effeminate gay man that yeah. works in a southern What's his name? Randy, wedding boutique. The guy yeah. at Kleinfeld's mm-hmm. in New York. Um, oh, is that New York? Yeah. He's, he's just southern. Oh, he's southern. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but he is southern, I believe. So speaking of Michael, I have a question for you. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the decision to never show Michael's face? I thought that was cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool thing because the funny thing is we didn't see the actor who was playing Michael's face. Right. But we saw That's actual what I mean. yeah. Michael Jordan's face through footage obviously they had some little super cuts of him and different times where they kind of flashed you know things that happened in his life but not seeing the actor who's playing Michael I think that it was almost like Michael Jordan is so like Michael Jordan Uh that like 
We're not even going to pretend like someone's going to pretend to be him. You want to know something really funny? What? I've seen an interview uh-huh. with Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. And he said literally that. Did he really? So you nailed it. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. I just felt like it was like, no, because Michael Jordan is Michael is Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. And like, there's not going to be another Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. We're not going to pretend because really this wasn't a biopic about no, Michael it Jordan. Wasn't. We like did. This, we barely knew it. We, we knew that he wanted a car. We knew he wanted a Mercedes or Red Mercedes. He was from North Carolina. That's about it. And he was a rookie in the NBA. Yeah. They didn't really go into like who he was. <laughs> and he was like kind of fussy about he really liked Adidas. Yeah. That's really all we knew. He liked their track suits. Yeah. He thought Adidas which was like, cool because he was like a kid. And like, like same. Who doesn't like a good track suit? Adidas was more relevant at the time. Mm-hmm. Like we get it. Whatever. But I thought that was very, very cool because we yeah. saw his figure like mm-hmm. we heard, you know, we saw his body like right. walking around in the meeting. We saw the back of his head, but it was almost just like you don't need to see mm-hmm. like we know we all know who we're talking about. Right. We all know what the fuck Michael Jordan's face looks like. Right. Even me, a person who literally has zero thoughts about <laughs> sports ever. Not, I mean, you're becoming a little bit of a basketball fan. All of a sudden fan. I'm a basketball fan. But like, I'm just saying, and player. That's a loose term we're using <laughs> Wait, for listen. <laughs> so I got Caitlin on the court the other day. She hurt her foot on day one. Listen. We don't even know how. We come home. She didn't say anything on the basketball court. We come home and she <laughs> Her foot is blown up like a balloon. She's like, get me some ice. I think I know how I hurt my foot. How'd you hurt your foot? Because I wasn't wearing Air Jordans. (laughs) We need to go to Nike immediately. We will be going to the Nike outlet this weekend to buy some Air Jordans. Okay, I'm going to admit something a little bit embarrassing. Oh, I love this. Can I? I love embarrassing confessions. I teared up once or twice in the movie. Same. Why? I'm not sure. It wasn't that I was sad and it no, wasn't that no. I was, I don't know what other motions you need to cry. What are they? <laughs> List them. <laughs> well, for me, it's everything. I cry for every emotion. So that's, I mean, I think people cry when they feel moved, moved, like inspired. Yeah. Inspired. I don't know what it was. Joy it was, tears. you know what it, it was? Maybe it wasn't that for me. I think a little bit was like a sense of, again, I didn't live in the era, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was a sense of like nostalgia. And I felt the same way. It was something like, you know, like you were saying about like the character of Michael Jordan, like who he is as a person. Uh-huh. He's so big and there's such a, an aura mm-hmm. surrounding him. And I think the choice of not having an actor play him and showing, like you said, all of that footage of him. Mm-hmm. There's something really moving about watching someone who is that great at what mm-hmm. they do. And especially somebody that you grew up with mm-hmm. who was that great w- at what they yeah. do. I mean, like, I remember very mm-hmm. vivid memories of being in, like, the basement of a childhood friend watching Bulls games mm-hmm. because, like... The Bulls were everyone's favorite team back then just because of him. I mean, obviously there was like, you know, Scottie Pippen and all that. But like, it was just something so special about that time. And Mm -hmm. even though I am still a basketball fan, I grew up playing basketball. I I like LeBron James. I think he's an amazing, (laughs) I think he's an amazing (laughs) player as well. But like watching this movie back, I got that like feeling back of like, Uh man, Michael Jordan was it. Like he was, he was fucking it. Yeah. And I loved how... Viola Davis herself like 
playing his mother. Mm-hmm. Basically, the only sense we got of who Michael Jordan was was through his through mom. his mom mm-hmm. and like through his mom's eyes. And obviously, like most mothers think the sun shines out their kids' assholes, like specifically even, their sons, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like she was right about him. Like she, she was? you know, she was right yeah. about his greatness. And I think any mom can tell you that her son is great. But hearing not an actress mom. portraying yeah. Michael Jordan's mom talking about his greatness and mm-hmm. and knowing what he's capable of, there was one scene where I teared up a little bit with Viola Davis. And then I'm not gonna lie, I teared up in a supercut of Michael Jordan. I was just like, wow, I feel so. Yeah nostalgic right now I felt like that too because like you said I mean certainly we've established that I am not a sports fan right (laughs) um but I have two older brothers who are ESPN Mm -hmm. 24 7 type dudes right and I grew up with them being obsessed with Michael Jordan and like Shaquille O'Neal but like Mm -hmm. mostly Michael Jordan and they had like Michael Jordan posters and bulls like pennants in their room and so like it was very nostalgic for me because I just remember that being a part of my childhood and him being a part of my childhood I felt like watching this movie I know it wasn't a biopic about Michael Jordan Mm -hmm. but I felt like watching this movie it was like watching history happen Mm -hmm. and it felt like watching history come to life and it's interesting because the movie's literally about a shoe yes it is and it's about like a capitalist desire to sell a product it's about a shoe and an endorsement of a shoe right which like at its core is very empty and very so american so american (laughs) the most american shit i've ever heard (laughs) but again because of the writing because of the relationships between the cast because Mm -hmm. of Viola Davis really building the character of not only like herself which Mm -hmm. obviously she was super instrumental in Mm -hmm. everything we can't like deny that and also her presentation of who her son is and Mm -hmm. basically like introducing him to the world yeah before the world really knew what he was capable of it was just an amazing story which again had the potential to not be really that interesting i'm sure on paper it looks like a really boring story so i think they were really able to show us how much of a risk that really was Mm -hmm. how it affected all of their careers Mm -hmm. and lives and it really did turn into one fucking hell of a movie (laughs) it really did and i think what it also accomplishes that it showed that even though yes this is on paper a movie about a shoe and an endorsement Mm -hmm. that culturally it's way more than that because michael jordan represents so much Mm -hmm. to so many people yeah and the shoe also you know like his mom when they were signing the deal you know was like this is for the people who work at the mall for two weeks to be able to buy this shoe. Yeah. Because that's what this means to people. It's just such like a culturally significant moment Mm -hmm. that like you said on paper seems very empty, seems not significant, seems like another day in the life of capitalism. (laughs) But like this wasn't that. This just wasn't that. It was different because (laughs) Michael Jordan is different. This movie just really moved me in so Mm -hmm. many ways that I was not expecting. Oh my God, a cat. Oh. A fluffy cat. Oh, baby. (gasps) Look at his little butt. I know. Oh, where you see, sir? Oh, it's so cute. Anyways, I don't know if I'll ever 
get over this movie. Yeah, I think this definitely is obviously the, like our favorite of this year. And I think mm-hmm. a possible early contender for like Oscar potential. I feel like. Okay, are we ready for popcorn ratings? We are ready. It's definitely a large for me. I Okay really loved this movie and i highly suggest checking it out like there's i I don't i don't see a person not enjoying this movie Mm -hmm. to be completely honest everyone in our theater was like cracking up along with it so i think it's something that's going to be well liked by not just critics but audiences so that being said i think i already know your answer (laughs) but what is your popcorn rating um this is like an extra large popcorn this is off the charts that might be your first extra large this i don't know like what in the hell happened to me (laughs) all of a sudden you're also like cracked out right now which i know you get cracked out when you like love something yes I'm telling you, this movie is very special to me. Yeah. It's going to be I'm getting like teared up right why now. Why do I feel like it's going to be one of your comfort movies that you put on when you like go to sleep? It at is. Night? I know. I, I know it's going know to be. I already know it is. I already want to watch it again. <laughs> What's going on? And I want to watch basketball and I want to play basketball. You're a regular I basketball calling. star. I think that Listen. I was meant to play basketball and I'm upset that I didn't. I'm upset that Nike isn't offering you $250,000 yeah, for, <laughs> for a shoe deal. <laughs> Air Caitlin. <laughs> All right, everybody. That does it for us. We are, again, just very excited to be back yeah. with season two. Uh, we missed it a little bit. We're, I know. We're I think that's part go. of why I'm so cracked out tonight. Yeah. You're just I excited. I was really excited to talk about a movie again. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. It does feel good. Next week, we will be back with a review of A Thousand and One, which was mm-hmm. highly recommended to us from our friend Eric over at E Squared Film yes. Reviews. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. <laughs> and we truly just don't have interest in the Mario movie, which mm-hmm. is the only mm-hmm. other thing coming out. No. I'm sorry. It's just not for us. I love Mario, but it's yeah. not for me, and that's no. okay. It's not for me. I'm Mario. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend. Happy Easter if you celebrate Easter. I hope you get lots of candy and ham and yes, pies. deviled eggs. Shit, I can't wait for deviled eggs. As always, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the ride home. <laughs>